I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are going to be talking about the movie Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> this movie was freaking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a Bong Joon-ho movie, and I have seen uh, his other two um, movies that were on Netflix, um, Snowpiercer, and then the movie he made specifically for Netflix, which was Okja. Yeah, I haven't seen either of those movies. I really need to see those. Okay, well, it's great that you uh, have a fresh perspective on this. I I saw those movies, and I didn't realize it was him until after I saw the movie, so it did not... It doesn't really uh, make me think any differently, other than the fact that I actually like Parasite more than I like those other movies. Like, I think that Parasite's better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean... Without really seeing the other two movies, they look like they're very different to compared to this one. I, mean, I would you? Um, I would say that they have kind of a similar vibe in the fact that they're also like thriller and kind of frightening, in in a lot of ways. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Even Okja. Okja had that that not necessarily thriller, but environmental, scary kind of thing because it is about a. Uh, a girl who uh, is very close with these very, very smart creatures that are basically like giant cows uh, that they like breed to. Um, they, they like the whole concept is it's kind of like a dystopian world where they like breed these very smart cows um, that are actually like really smart. You know, they're not just meat. So it, that's okay. ki- that's kind of the idea, and so like this young girl from Korea like becomes best friends with this very sm- like, and you see how smart this creature is, and so it's just like horrible that they're killing them and eating them. S- so that's kind okay. that's like the idea. <laughs> oh, um, wow. all right. So it's a very serious movie. So it, it's like a very like, you know, stressful movie, and I think that if you watched it, you would definitely be, like, on edge the whole time, because you just don't like movies where bad things happen all the time, and that's th- that's that kind of movie. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of want to talk about, like, uh, my expectations going into the movie. I had none, uh, because yeah. I had... I realized I hadn't seen the trailer. I had no idea what this movie was even about. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of asking, I think I asked you about it. I think I asked my coworkers about it. Yeah. Because like, everyone I was, was like, talking I about know. it. <laughs> just... And I was like, okay, what's this movie about? And then I think my coworker said that it was a comedy. And I was like, all right. And so <laughs> I mean, in. it kind of was. It, it was definitely a dark it comedy. Was. Yeah. Yes. It was like, a I very dark a, comedy. I laughed a lot. Like, I laughed 
all the time throughout this movie. Like, but it was mingled with shock. It was like a, oh my god! Like that was that that kind of laugh. Like the whole entire movie. Exactly. Exactly. Like nervous laughter. Like yeah. just because crazy. Like just just ridiculous things are happening and you just don't know what's going to happen like it was it was also very suspenseful yes the the fact that this movie you know it was in korean you know we, it felt so kind of at first it was very foreign like you were like okay you know this is in korean like there's there for me there was like three other people in the theater cuz it was like a monday afternoon um and i was like okay, I'm going to go watch this movie and I don't know what to expect. And it just kind of, at first it feels very, like, far away from you. And then as soon as you start watching it, like, as soon as it starts getting into the to the deep of it, you're like, oh my god, this is, like, so incredibly arresting and such such an incredible foreign film, but it's so exciting that it had such a wide release. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, before we get started, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to ask you if you saw anyone that looked familiar in this movie, uh, Alessandra. Familiar? Yeah. Did you recognize anyone? No. You should have. You freaking should have. Okay, well, they all looked kind of familiar to me, but who's the person you're talking about? Um, the actor who played the the rich husband. Yes. Yes. Okay. He is... What show is he in? Is it Iron that Fist we... again? No, 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 no. Uh, um, it is a series that uh, we bonded over uh, back in high school. Oh, so it's like uh, an older. Okay. Yes, like with with Casey and Vicky as well. Like we bonded over this. Oh, oh my God, he's in pasta. Yeah. <laughs> I did recognize him. Oh, he's he's so much older now, but yeah, like I know, I oh know. Oh my god, he is so attractive. <gasps> after after I saw him, I like really wanted to watch Pasta, and of course, it's not on Netflix anymore. I looked up the DVD is thirty four dollars. Okay, I'm sorry I screamed so much, but again, we're gonna bring up Pasta, very very loved K drama that we did not finish. Um, oh, he's yeah, shit, like he's the shit. He's the chef. Uh, He's the chef. He's the chef. I am. I'm gonna like throw up. That's so exciting. I. Oh my gosh. I was so excited when I saw him. I like. I immediately recognized him. I was like, oh man. I was like, oh man. I'm gonna tell Alessandra about this if she doesn't know who this is. I did not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be so surprised. (laughs) I did not. I did not put it together. I did not. Uh. Okay. So pasta aside. Um. Where do we want to start with this movie? There's so much to talk about, <laughs> I and I even know. was, and I even like was reading some articles about this movie that brought up some very interesting uh, stuff uh, th- that I'll probably just put in here and there uh, throughout. But like, let's just start, I guess, with the family, with the, with the, what's what was it, the Kim family? Yes, right, yes. Um, they, uh, we start, we start off the movie very comically, I would say, with, mm-hmm. uh, them just kind of hanging out in their house. Um, it's like a sunken basement type of house. Yep. And, uh, with, like, one window that kind of shows the, 
the sidewalk, like the you're street. like they're, yeah, the street, and it's it's like their only window to the outside, and they're trying to connect to the Wi-Fi because I guess someone put a put a password on it or someone like yeah. I don't know changed their Wi-Fi. They're <laughs> trying to bum off of someone's Wi-Fi, yeah, and then. And then fumigators come down the street and they keep the window open to get the bugs out of their apartment. Like, it's just, it's so ridiculous um, I, how this starts. Yeah, so you're watching them and you you both feel bad for these people, but also you're like, okay, just go get a job. Like, it's very, like, you're, you're kind of, because of the way that they're acting, it's comical, but it's also, like, they seem like they're freeloaders in a, a little bit, you know? Like, yeah, they don't work as hard as they could work. Like, when they're building all those boxes and stuff, they're building them really you know, they shoddily. They kind of half-ass it. Yeah. yeah like, things are ripped. It's not really folded correctly. And like, the person who comes to collect the pizza boxes even says, like, you know, this, I, like, what this is, this? is not how they should have been done. Yeah. yeah. This is, like, you expect us to use these? Yeah. And they're just and like, yeah, because it, we they, worked. You know, you, you want to feel bad for them, but you're also like, okay, they're kind of skeezy, you know? Yeah, and you can kind of tell that, um, and you you learn pretty early on that, you know, they're not very happy with their situation. They're maybe, like, a little shameful, like, that one kid has a friend who comes by, and he doesn't want him to come in the house. He just yeah. wants to, like, meet him outside. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we kind of learn that the father's a little proud a little later, or, like, you know, he's yeah. he's self-conscious about his situation. Totally. Um, totally. And we'll, and we'll talk more about that later, mm-hmm. but... Like, they definitely don't like the situation they're in, but it's kind of hard to tell if, you know, they're really motivated to to do anything, to get a job, to, I don't know, do they, anything. They're trying. Like, and then they, they talk to the That's pizza true. person and they're like, you know, uh, this other person, I heard that they uh, have been really slow and uh, this and that. You know who you could hire is my brother, you know, like, and they, they kind of just, the way that they kind of do it is like, you can tell that they're trying to do everything like the easiest way possible, like sneak their way in. So or at this point, their way yeah, in. manipulate their way in. So at this point, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I I saw this trailer, right? I saw it once without sound, and so to me, to me, I thought, oh, there's something. I thought this was a scary movie. Like I literally thought that this is going to be terrifying. That there was some kind of supernatural element to this movie where, like, somebody becomes, like, a monster or something, you know? Interesting. Okay, okay. So that's that's what I had, like, anticipated this movie becoming. And, of course, it's not. It's about people who are monsters themselves. But it's, like, I thought that, like, okay, they're getting their house fumigated. Does that mean there's some kind of, you know parasite in the fumigation that makes them into monsters or something like this. So this is what my brain was doing until the plot started to actually happen. I literally had no idea where this movie was going to go at all. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you just, the movie just keeps going on. You know, they, um, so the son's friend is going to study abroad. And so he, he's tutoring like a rich girl. And so you know, he kind of trusts that his friend will start tutoring her so that, you know, none of his other college friends try to steal her because apparently she's, like... Hot, I guess. Know, she, yeah, she's hot. She's... But she... I don't she's know. We'll talk about so her later. Little, but she, yeah. She's just so little, but yeah. She was. Yeah. She was. Um, 
But yeah, so the guy really liked her, and he was like, you know, can you tutor her? Like, you know, it's good money, and uh, I know that you won't steal the, the girl from me, because I'm gonna, they keep saying, I'm gonna ask her out when she gets into high school or yeah, something. Like, they it's keep so, saying that. Like, when she be, yes. when she gets older, I'm gonna ask her out. I'm like, how old is this girl? She's like 15? Yeah, is she like super young? Like, yeah, I know. 14? <laughs> I like, what? Right. Yeah. No idea. And the, these, like, older guys are making out with her. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. But um, he hires her because he, like, he hires the, the guy because he doesn't want him to, like, uh, get with a girl. Like, he's just, he's like, you're not attractive enough to to get with her. So. Yeah. Or, yeah, or maybe you respect me enough to not try to go for her. But, mm-hmm. you know, that, that goes out the window. Well, that's, uh, that's the first time they meet, it goes out the window. It's like, he, like, touches her wrist, you know, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, in front of the mom and everything. <laughs> Right. So, and then from there, they're just, like, slowly, like, they start learning about the family, and, you know, because the mom starts talking about their son and how he's, like, very, he's, like, a very creative, like, um, like, pretty much artist genius. Like, he's, he's a, mm-hmm. he, what is it called? Like, a blooming artist. Yeah. And he... Which is just bullshit, because also... it's, like, he just draws. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just, like paints stuff, you know? He's like a... He's a kid. Dasong is his name. The little kid. I just remember his name so clearly. <laughs> yeah, and then we kind of hear that, uh... Uh... The son's sister is, like, good at Photoshop and, you know, they're... But they're all just very... They're, like, the perfect con artist family. Oh, like, it's 100%. so... percent. Yes. It was so satisfying watching them, like, mm-hmm. just infiltrate this family and just get... And like, and what happened to the to the previous nanny was so terrible that they, <laughs> what the peach fuzz? Yeah, where they like they, they like scraped off the peach fuzz because she was allergic, and then made it seem like she had tuberculosis. I know it was horrible. <laughs> so like, you're watching this. <laughs> so when did so when did you figure out that like the whole the their plan, in quotes, like when did you figure that out that their plan was to basically. Um, infiltrate this household the whole family was like getting in on everything they could possibly do to work for this really rich family um maybe shortly after the sister got in um Mm -hmm. but but even then like when when the because they they really kind of laid it out for you pretty well it's it's just crazy how it seems almost like the movie's predictable but then it completely makes the 180 and is not predictable I, at all. I did not see this entire movie coming. I literally had no idea what was going to happen this whole entire movie. I was like, I was just I, I was in shock like most of the time, to be honest. Um, and and even like when the sister comes to uh, to tell the mom that the son like has has some kind of like mania or something, like some kind of like he needs therapy, you know? Yeah, like Be- art therapy Art or therapy, something. and she, like, yeah. gestures to the corner, and she's like, over here we see that he has some kind of unkempt, like, crazy, like, desires or something. And the mom, like... Oh, because he draws something specific, like, in the corners of, yeah. the, of the pictures. And they're like, this is definitely a sign of, of some manic depression or something that needs some that needs therapy yeah and she just and but the fact that she like pulls like this you don't see it from her she pulls this like an like amazing acting she like pulls this like very strict person out that's like 
can this person leave, please? Can you, can you go over here? Don't, I would not like you to stay in with me. And she's like, oh, but it's the first time. And she's like, no, um, I would not like, please leave. Like, she's very authoritative and she's like completely backing, like literally she's just leading on confidence. There's no other, there's nothing behind it. It's just complete fake confidence. But it gets her in the door. It totally fools this mom who's simple, you know, like, because she just, like, this mom wants to be the best mom she can be. And she she's a mess. Like, she does not know what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but to her defense, like, she could not have seen this coming. Like, no, I mean, this whole... This, <laughs> You're you're just a mom like trying to trying to do right by your kids, just get them tutors and get them like art yeah, therapy, and yeah. just you're being conned the whole time. Like I mean, she didn't the the mom didn't seem as as simple as they kind of made her out to be, but yeah, I mean, she definitely seemed a little out of it. Like maybe she she drank she was... or she like wasn't happy with her life or something. Like I don't know. It seemed like there was something there was something up with her though. Well, even like the dad, like you know, he'd be like. Oh yeah, because you love your wife, and then the dad would be like, "Yeah, that's what that's what I'd call it, love." You know, it's like they weren't it. They were like a typical kind of like unhappy but happy family. Like nothing is, you know, nothing's really really wrong. But I wouldn't be surprised if the dad like went off and had an affair out of nowhere. You know, right? Yeah. So we get to the whole part, like, where the whole family has finally infiltrated. So the... The mom has become the new nanny. Yes, the mom has become the Uh, nanny. The dad has become the driver. The sister has become the tutor, the art tutor for the little boy. Then the uh, brother has become the tutor for the young girl. Um, The the younger daughter. the, The daughter, right. So after this happens, the family goes away for a weekend for... The kid's birthday, because apparently something traumatic happened to this kid on his birthday. And, you- and so they can't be in his house. <laughs> they can't be in the house when it's his birthday. And he loves to go camping. Like, he loves to be outside. Yeah, so, he loves it. So they go so camping. So they went camping. <laughs> I can't believe what this movie, like... So the, the family, like, goes and stays at the house, and they, like, start trashing up the place. They drink all their alcohol. They eat all their food. They're, like, completely, like... They're, they're acting ridiculous. They're, they're acting like people who just can't, like, stop themselves from behaving like this, you know? And they get yeah, super like, drunk. Yeah, they're, like, talking about, like, oh, what would you do if you had this house? And, like, oh, what room would you be in? And they're just, like, fantasizing about being in a grand house like this and having different lives and just drinking and just, just, oh, my gosh. And yeah. It's, like, and it's yeah, frightening. Like, they're kind of, like, acting like like the dad, like, almost, like, hits the mom and, like, grabs her, really, and then, like, they all start laughing. Like, it's it's kind of like we're, we're tense. Like, this is a tense moment. There's tense things going on, and then the doorbell rings. Yes, and the doorbell rings. And, <sighs> and this was when the movie starts. <laughs> I don't know if it's going south. I don't know if it's, like... Just, oh my gosh, just crazy. So, the, the previous nanny is at the door. She's got bruises, bruises on her face. Everywhere. She's got, like, a black eye. Yeah. She looks like she's been punched. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, hi, I left something inside. Can I please come in and get it? 
I was like, what the fuck? Why are you letting this lady inside? I was like, no, right. no, no, don't let this woman inside the house. What are you doing? Like, she can't know that you are all there anyway. Like, just don't let her inside. Yeah. And, and so they let her in. She immediately goes down to the pantry and she and she's down there for a bit. And they're like, and she's, she's like trying to she's trying to move the pantry like out of the way. And she's, like, down there struggling. But she's, like, Um, put herself on top. Like, she, like, tries to push it away, like, as high as she can. Like, so she's, like, on top. Yeah, like, puts her feet on the wall and then pushes it, like, like she's planking. Yeah. Like, over. Like, push. So then the mom, like. She's suspended (laughs) off the ground trying to push this thing open. The mom, like, releases the, there's something, like, stuck underneath it, like a pan or something. And this lady just falls like straight on to like the floor like totally whacks her body onto the ground like and it's like it's comical but it's also very scary you're like what the fuck is going on yeah because it's it's like nighttime you like don't know where this is going and what's happening this lady's beat up and you don't know why and you're just like like what the fuck so it finally opens and it opens up this like stairs to like a bunker, yes. like an underground bunker below the house. <laughs> I wish we would have seen this movie together because just my face, like I, I, I was like in complete shock. Like my entire body, like had a right reaction to this. That was like un- uncomfortable. Like I was like sitting there, like no, 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 no. I don't like this. I don't like where this is yeah. going. Yeah, it's like from. <laughs> From this point on, I was, like, starting to get very tense and very scared and very worried. <laughs> it, so, so with, without a care in the world, the nanny's just, like, walking down the stairs, like, like hurriedly, like, hurriedly. And the mom's, like, staring down there, like, what the fuck is this? And, like, the family, like, shows up and they're all looking down there. Yeah. And they're, like, they're, like, what are you doing? Like, they're, like, yelling to her, like, get, like, get back up here. Like, where are you going? And they follow her down there. Yeah. And... So at this There's point, like, the like the maid oh doesn't even God. know that the family's in the house. So like that's the you know like they she have to know be that, quiet. She doesn't know that they're all related. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's just it's just the mom. It's just the mom. Yeah. And then like that's right because they're hiding. They fuck it up. That's right. By by slipping on the staircase and, and they falling all, fall all the way the down ground. to the bottom. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like ridiculous. You know. Like, I did, yeah, I honestly didn't know whether to laugh or to, like, scream. Because, like, the like these were, like, cement stairs. Like, they could have easily, like, gotten a concussion falling down these stairs. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> concussion. And so, and so, what happens next? But we find out that the nanny has her husband living down in this bunker. For four years he's been down there unknown by the family the whole time the park family living in this house above this man under above this man yes underground and uh, you know uh. we, kind, we we kind of learned that you know the previous owner like had this bunker built for some reason like like they all seem to have these like i don't know for like for just protective reasons if like a, a war ever broke out like i don't quite remember the history no it, it, they said it's because these were there they said it's because like just in case north korea decided to bomb south korea oh okay yeah okay so yeah so like so, a war. like it makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah 
Um, and the Park family never knew about it, so so she just and like, did they not have? Well, I guess I guess the nanny was living in the house. Like she had, she was she like had her own room. She wasn't living in the house, but she was like she wasn't. Oh no, but she like li- she was in that house with the previous owner, who was the the architect of the house. So that's what they said. Right. So she like she had been around for a long time, like you know, that's right, five years yeah, or she, something, six years maybe. Yeah, she'd longer. been there with the previous owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And she came recommended by the previous owner to the the family, to the Park family. So that's why she was there. But just finding this man. Also, this guy was super creepy. Like, he he scared me because of, like, the way that he, like, his eyes looked. Like, he looked crazy. Like, they were so big. And he just, he was, like, so sweaty, you know? Yeah, and he definitely was not right in the head. He'd been down there for too long. He was going a little insane. Yes, he was um, very scary. And from that point, we also learned why the kid had a traumatic experience, why the son of the Park family had a traumatic experience. And and this scene still, like, Oh, is my God. I think about burned it. Burned in my I know. memory. I can't. Oh, I God. I can't get it out. I can't get it out. <sighs> I literally it's will never terrifying. look at it. I will never look at something like a staircase like that, like, in the darkness, I will just see this man's a face. A dark staircase? I will never, ever go near anything like that, ever. I, it was, oh, God, it was so frightening. This little kid's, like, eating his birthday cake. He looks over and he sees this guy, his little head, like, rise up, and we see his horrible eyes and his, like, scary. His eyes were so bright, and he just had this, like, maniacal, like, just terrifying smile on his face and just terrified this poor child. Like, so I, I guess at night, like the the husband will come out and like steal stuff from the fridge to eat, um, but he didn't know that the son was out there like eating his birthday cake on the night of his birthday, and crazy. He just he just scares the shit out of him, and and we also learned that you know the lights leading up. So how, to get into the house, you kind of have to go through the garage and then kind of go up some stairs like the house is very mm-hmm. tall and yeah. like you have to like get up to the house and so when the when Mr. like Park comes in every day the lights turn on over his head as he walks up the stairs and like you kind of notice this and you find out that it's the hu- it's the nanny's husband who's been turning those lights on like as he walks up the stairs as if they're motion lights but they're yes. not <laughs> yeah he like he like does the, uh, he does the, uh, uh, Morse code, the Korean Morse code to, to, like, welcome the dad home every day. Like. Yeah, because he thinks of the dad as, like, his savior of, like, like, you know, letting him live in his house. Yes. Yes. He's, he's like. He worships him like a god. So weird. This guy is so weird. And so. (laughs) I just, I'm so, it's so frightening and so scary that this person was, like, living underneath this family. There's just like there's just like so many things to talk about this movie that I feel like we have to we have to continue the summary of the movie before we can even talk about. Okay, that's true. Okay, yeah, summary. like we have not like delved into the themes and stuff about this movie yet. So okay, but they also have like an extreme fight at this point. Like there is like there there's like all of the members of the family are like battling. I mean, it was it was like are people gonna die right now? Like what's what's yes. happening? <laughs> Then the two, yes. the two the people that live underground ended up, like, winning out at first. 
And then, like, they switch spots. Like, they jump on them. They get the phone because they were, like, they basically, like, took, they took a video of them showing them that they were all a family, like, proving that they were all related and stuff, that they infiltrated this house. And they were like, oh, we're going to send it to the Park family so they'll know. So there's, like, that whole yeah. that whole situation. There's, like, a fight, like, an actual, like, they're jumping, they're screaming, they're clawing each other. It's, like, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's like also hilarious because you're like, what the fuck? Like, where is this gonna go? And then the family comes home. Yeah, they call and they say this horrible storm has like the the campsite's closed. We're heading back. We'll be back in like thirty minutes. Ugh, Can no, you like cook ten minutes? Like very right, very yeah, soon. Like, like ten very minutes. Very soon. The oh. house was a mess. There was a crazy man in the bu- in the downstairs bunker. They're like fighting over like who's gonna tell on who because the family's coming back, and so they they end up like pushing the nanny down the stairs. Yes, and she, so like, yeah, gets he, a con- then she, she's like passed out. The, like, I think it's the mom. Like I think the mom like kicks the woman down and she falls down the stairs and hits her head on the on the bottom of the stairs. Well, yeah, because I think I think at that point, like they were all cleaning, they were all mm-hmm. hiding, and then the mm-hmm. family gets home. She had just finished the food, and then the the nanny starts slowly coming up the stairs, and that's when she's like going to serve the food to the mistress of the house. Yep, uh, to, to the lady of the her. house, and then just and just like yeah, kicks her down the stairs, and she's just in the dark pantry, bleeding out. Yeah, and all of the the family, the other three members of the family, had no time to leave the house yet, so they're underneath the the huge coffee table that they have. Like, the three of them are just laying down into this coffee table. <laughs> yeah, and they can't... And, and instead of going upstairs to sleep, the, the mom and the dad sleep downstairs on the couch because the kid has decided to set up a tent in the, on, the front, on the front lawn in yeah. the rain yeah. and carry out his camping, his camping adventure. Yeah. So they're stuck there so until the mom and the, So the, the two rich parents decide to lay there on the couch and, and proceed to have sex... While, yes. while the three family members—the dad, the son, and the the daughter—are all underneath the the big coffee table, yeah, it's it is like it, you're watching this and you're like, are they going to get caught? What's going on? At one point, the the kids escape because the parents fall asleep, but then the parents wake up because the kid like radios them, and the dad has not even like gotten all the way out. So you see his little feet sticking out, like. He's, like, halfway through the floor, like, on the ground, like... Yeah, he was inching towards the stairs, and he's still kind of in the darkness, and the dad wakes up, and so he just lays there and just doesn't move. Doesn't move. And the parents, like, go to sleep again, and then he, like, moves back, and he, like, gets... They, all three of them get out of the house, and it's, like, pouring, pouring, pouring rain. Pouring rain. They are just heading all the way back to their house. Who knows what the hell time it is. They go back to find out that they'd left the window open in this storm and their house is flooded. It's underground. It's underwater. But, like, I don't think it's, it's just underwater. the window that they... I think it would have happened anyway. Like, it... it oh, yeah. Uh, there was so much water that their entire house was was brimming. Like, it, it started to overflow so much that it literally was... It was going to the roof. Like, this... There was no... There was nothing that that could happen. The 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 daughter sits on the toilet. That's starting to the sewage is like coming out of this toilet actively. She sits on it and just smokes a cigarette, like in the middle of this crazy shit. It, it's like so horrible. What what is happening to them? 
And they have to, it's like, sleep. It's horrible and comical and just... <sighs> they have to, like, sleep <laughs> in a gym. Sad. It's, it's yes. so incredibly sad. Like, th- so it's, like, continuing and continuing. And then and eventually they go... The mom, like, finds the other lady, brings her back inside. Like, they organize it all so they make sure that the parent, like, the family does not see the the people living downstairs. Um yeah, they pretty much tie them up and, like, throw them back down, like, into the bunker and then lock it. And then the mom's, like, the the rich mom is, like, I'm gonna throw a party today. Yeah, for my son, today. Super Which is, like, minute. a Sunday or something. She's, like, this yeah. is what's gonna happen. And so then the, everybody's, like, getting prepared. So, like, the dad's out with the other dad. You know, he's he's talking about his rich friends and the, like... They're, they're buying, like, they're going grocery shopping. They're getting all the stuff that they don't need for this party. The mom's telling the, the rich mom's telling the other mom to, like, set up all these tables by herself. Like, it, it's. Yeah. They're calling, they're, they're calling the, the sister, the art therapist, because they want her to deliver the son the cake to try and, like, maybe, like, get him out of his, like, uh, what is it? Traumatic experience. Yeah. So there's. They have this whole party. The dad's telling the other dad, like, you know, I want you to try and, like, be fun. You're getting paid for this kind of thing. Like, just... Like, I know I, I know this is on the weekend and it's really this, like, this is your free day. Like, but can you just, can you just have a good time? And yeah. the guy's, like, the guy's, He's like, just not, not having, having it. it. He's not having it because, because the dad is, has yeah. remarked so many times on the smell of, like, that. so they, they mention it a lot. And, it, and this is, like, part of the theme of, like, the... The, the social class, like, disparity here, but they're always mentioning, like, you know, people who ride the subway have a certain smell, and there's people who, like, you know, live, like, not as lavish lifestyles, like, the, the poorer communities and the, you know, they have, like, a smell, like, that's all, all that they were saying, like, these people smell. Yeah. And they yeah. all smell like that, like, the whole family smells like that because of where they live and what, you know, uh, just how it is, you know? They just don't have nice stuff. They can't afford to live in a nice place. They it's they have no money, you know? And so the the dad just is so you could tell it's really getting to him. And like the acting, like the this like guy who played the dad was incredible. Like he you could like watch it on his face that he was so upset with what this guy was saying but he just kind of like pushing it down the whole time, like tr- trying not to let it get to him about it, but like it gets to him. Yeah, it, it definitely gets to him. And like, kudos to the whole to the whole family of actors. Like, they're just mm-hmm. the acting was so good in this, and it was just amazing. I I loved watching all of them. Like, just because they they really had a lot of a lot of dynamic parts to them. Because like you know they yeah. weren't just like they weren't just like like I don't know. Uh, like just emotionless con artists like they were like they were still people and they were still like fighting for their lives to try and make a living and and not be just like what like desolate you know just like desperate or yes yeah so this party happens oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the daughter is bringing out the cake um, the art, we, art teacher daughter. 
Yes. At the same the, uh, time, the scary guy who lives in the basement has... Yeah, how, how, how did he open the door again? Managed like, to open the do door. That? He, like, he just figured it out. He managed to get the or, door open. Or, no. or did someone go down there to check on them? Yes, the, the, son, the son did. The son did. the rock because he was going to kill them. Like, the son was, like, fully prepared because they got this, like, special big rock from his friend. He was, like, fully yeah, that was, prepared. Yeah, that was, like, supposed to bring them, like, financial success, right? Or mm-hmm. something like that. was mm-hmm. the whole point of this rock mm-hmm. was that it was, like, a very... It, yeah. It was, it was like, a very nice gemstone or something, or, like, a, like a geode or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And he brought this rock downstairs, holding this very heavy rock, and was very scared. You could tell that he was very scared to have to go kill somebody. Like, that's what his intention was. Like, this rock is very heavy. Like, you can tell by the way everybody's carrying it, this is a heavy rock. But he gets yeah. to the top of the stairs, and he drops the rock down the stairs. All the way down. <laughs> and it makes such a loud noise. Yes. And then he gets down there, he and he sees... all the way down. <laughs> he sees that the woman has died, basically, because she had... She, you know, hit her head, and, and she threw and up, she and bled she, out. she bled out. And yeah. then the yeah. husband comes up behind him with, like, a zip tie, and, like... zip ties his neck and like pulls him back and like ties him to this thing and then eventually he gets free runs up the stairs with like this clanking thing like the clanking pipe attached to his neck is running so fast he the thing gets stuck it pulls his neck back when he gets to the bottom like to the top of the stairs at the in the basement of course the guy comes and brings that giant rock and smashes it on top of the son's head like and i was like oh my god he's dead (laughs) Yeah, I totally thought he was dead. <laughs> I was like, he dropped that rock on him twice. There's no way he's not dead. Like his, and then you look at him and he's like bleeding out, and you're like, oh no. Then this crazy man with all this blood on him already comes up the stairs, yes. sees the birthday cake being brought out by the daughter, and then runs out to her and stabs her in the heart. <laughs> yes. Oh my. God. Then the mom comes over and the guy jumps on the mom and she stabs him with the meat fork while the dad goes to the rich dad and in this melee and everybody's jumping and screaming. They're like, the kid running running out of there. They have to like go to the hospital. They're like, where's the keys? And then he throws the keys and it's underneath the, the woman and it like can't get to them. The dad's like, where's the keys? At that very moment, the dad... The, like, poor dad looks at the rich dad and and in his, like, fit of crazy, like, something just in him, like... manic anger. Manic like, anger manic at the anger. way that this man is acting because he literally is like, I want to save my son who's just fainted instead of this daughter who's just been stabbed. Like, he, he has no, like... He just is thinking about his son, obviously, but it's like the dad gets so, so mad at him that he runs up and he stabs the rich dad. Or did they say the boy gets seizures and they have to get him to the emergency room within 15 minutes or else he could die or something? The mom said that he, like, faints, like, because that's what happened to him. Like, the kid, like, fainted when he saw the guy the first time. And they say, she's like, you know, they say if you don't bring your kid to the, the emergency room within 15 minutes, like, they die. And it's like, right. I don't know how true that is. I don't, I don't think that's true. Like, I don't I know. I think it really depends on the situation and how hurt the child is. But, um, but the kid just, like, 
had a seizure, right? So it's like, he's fine? Like, they anyway, they were treating it, like, way more worse than it needed to be. But in this case, they're like, we have to leave. Where's the keys? Well, yeah, and, and at this point, um, Mr. Park didn't know that the family was a family and that they even knew each other, and he was just thinking about his own family. He was right. just thinking about himself. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, which then that's why Mr. Kim... Uh, Stabs Mr. Stabbed Park. Stabbed him. Yes. And, and at this point, the daughter, who's in love with the son, is carrying the son out of the house. On her back. To, on her back. She, like, <laughs> found him in the basement, managed to get him yes. on her back, and, like, walked up the stairs. Up the and stairs. Le- yeah, and, like, left the house. <laughs> yes. And I was like, really? And left the house. Come like, she's, on. like, running, like, with this kid on her back and, like, getting him to the hospital. Yeah. So, I just... Oh, my gosh. I... The, Oh, it is like it is like a firestorm of blood and violence at the end of this movie, and it keeps yeah. going. It doesn't stop. <laughs> it doesn't stop. So, so Mr. Kim, after stabbing the guy, runs and you know disappears. We don't know where he ends up. Um, later, find out that uh, you know the the son went to the hospital. He got mended. We find mm-hmm. out that the father hid himself in the bunker where the crazy man was. Yeah. Like, we don't know where he from is the police. for a little bit. Yeah. We're like, where did he go? He left, and turns out he went down to the bunker. Yeah. Yeah, because he was hiding from the police because he murdered the guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he was going to go to jail. So he hides down there for who knows how long. Um, the mom and the and son end up just getting, like, probation, so they're like... They're fine. The sister dies. The sister dies. So they're just yeah. They're devastated that the daughter dies, and they go and visit her grave. Um, and when the son wakes up, he he goes to visit the house, and he sees that the Morse code is happening with the light. Mm-hmm. And he he, can, he sees he tra- that like some some Germans have moved in, but he's like on the hill, and it's like cold, and he sees the light turning on and off. Yeah. And so he translates the Morse code into basically his father saying that he was down there mm-hmm. and that he was hiding and he's just going to be there. He's just going to be there. Yeah, he's just going to live there and, like, try to try to make it work. Um, I remember the screenplay being so good, too, but I can't remember, like, what the letter said. And, yeah. like, the dad had some very, some very interesting things to say. Like, you know, when they're laying down in the gym, he says, like, you know, the best oh, plan yes. is no plan no at all. No plan, yeah, yeah, because then nothing can go wrong. Yeah, but, but it's it's wrong. a very defeatist attitude. It's like the son's exactly. like, "Come on, dad! Like it's gonna be fine." And he's like, "I just don't have any plan. Like if we made a plan, it would go wrong anyway." He, yeah, he's like, "What are we gonna do, dad? What's the plan?" He's like, "No plan. Yeah. Best plan's no plan." Yeah. So you um, know, and and then we have this very uh, interesting ending where the son is writing a letter to his father saying that you know he's gonna he's gonna go to college he's gonna get Make a really wealthy money. paying job yeah get, a, get enough money to buy the house so that one day his dad will just have to come out of the bunker and walk out into the sun and see his family again mm-hmm. um but uh and and you know it all plays out as if the son had done it and you know they're all hugging in the end but then it jumps back to the son just writing this letter so you don't even know if It'll happen if it will ever happen. It yeah. probably won't happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> and that is Parasite in 42 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so, so, so much. So much in going this movie. on. The themes, I mean, it's very clear the themes of uh, the social inequality and the ignorance of the 
uh, richer classes versus the poorer classes, and just like yeah. And we see this through many things. Like, Alessandra already brought up, like, the smell of the poor class. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I read in this article, I think it was by, um, what was it? I have it right here. Uh, Vulture. They kind of brought up that, you know, the different levels of housing can be can be seen as like different levels of wealth like you know yeah, the park the family like live live on a house on a hill like the highest it can possibly be like when they're out in their their yard they could see all of the city around them mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. it's a very high up and then you know because of the flooding you see that the that the Kim family lived like in the lowest part of town where all the water just from the storm just like flooded their home so it's just like in the poor of the poor yeah and just and that their their house was even sub level like they weren't even at ground level they were sub level so very interesting mm-hmm. like look at levels of housing in terms of wealth. Um, it's and- also it's kind of like a satire too because it's kind of like remarking on these things so so violently and so clearly and just seeing seeing the differences between the classes it's not just necessarily like. Like, this mom is very ignorant and everything, but she also, like, is trying her best in her position. You know, it's like, they just don't know what, the like, the other half is doing, you know? Right. And, uh, and how you brought up how Okja is kind of like how, uh, like, a very environmental conscious movie talking yes. about, you know, like, yeah. things happening. I, uh, reading another article... Um, and kind of like an interview with the director kind of saying that, you know, he kind of likes to make movies about things that he observes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been seeing a lot of, like, just inequality among among social standings. And then, you know, Ocha's about the environment. So just things that, you know, appear to him or he observes within society, he likes to then portray in his movies, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, and I, I see that with the other one, with Snowpiercer as well. Um, I think those ones, honestly, didn't have as much nuance as this movie. Like, this this movie was very, very well done and very, very well written. Like, I think... It was something that we've never seen before. Oh, definitely. And and something that is so... Like, the other ones I felt like... Okja, like... I, I hadn't seen anything like that before, but the message was very clear. I feel like this one, the message is clear, but it's also extremely entertaining. And it's, like, so visceral. Yeah, and then also kind of, like, discussing more on, like, who is a parasite? Because in another yes. article I was reading, like, you know, at, at first thought, you think that, you know, the Kim family is the parasite. They infiltrate yeah. this family. Exactly. They take over this household. They take control of it. Yes. Or, like, or, I mean, or it even extends to the nanny and her husband, like, Definitely. living in the bunker, also infiltrating the family. That's but then another in the article level, I read, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Another level of that. And then also I was reading in an article that even the Park family could be seen as parasites. Like, they don't really do anything for society. They kind of mm-hmm. think about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're very self-centered. Like, they're also just kind of parasites taking what they want from society and not really giving back. Like, just yeah. taking what they want. It's so much, you're watching it and just knowing the title of the movie when you're watching it. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. But it's crazy. Yeah. Thinking about the Park family as a parasite is a really good idea as well. Yeah. Oh, man. So did you like this movie, Emily? I loved it, even though it scared the shit out of me. 
Like, <laughs> I was not expecting it to be this scary. And I and it, it stuck with me. Like, I even still find myself thinking about it. Like, I, I went and saw it with my coworker and, you know, just the part where the sister infiltrates the family where, like, the son had, you know, he was a tutor. He said, oh, you know, I know someone who's a co- who's a classmate of my cousin who was who went to St. Louis, Missouri yeah, for college. Yeah. And they're an artist. Like, and, you know, she's such a, she's such a unique and creative character that, mm-hmm. you know, she makes up that little rhyme before going in. Yes, Like, yes. and sings it. And... And my coworker and I will just say it to each other, like, randomly at work because it's so catchy. What is like, it? Like, she just goes, oh, damn it, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> okay, let me think. It was, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? Say, like, oh, I, I don't no. know, she says it in Korean. I don't know what, what it, do you, yeah, but, do you know yeah, the, we, we say, we say the tune along with the subtitles. Oh, oh okay, was it? okay. So you sing the English one. I'm like, I don't know the Korean words. <laughs> She's like, uh. Like friend from school, St. Louis art teacher, or something like that. Like she sings it. Oh, she goes Jennifer because her name was like Jennifer mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, Jennifer. Um, oh, it's like Jennifer something Illinois Chicago is a cousin or yeah. is a classmate of your cousin. Like yeah. that. That's what it says. But I can't remember what the second part is. It's like Jennifer. Oh damn it! It's something like that, mm-hmm. and we and we like we like kept thinking about it, and then the next day at work we had to look up the words again because then <laughs> we just like it was like stuck in our heads. Yeah. Um. But damn. Okay, I'm gonna look through this trivia because I'm pretty sure there's some very interesting trivia. Yeah. Why this. Why you look the trivia? I'm just. I'll be right back. Uh, uh, just a second. Okay. You keep talking. Right. Okay. Uh. Let's see. So for some trivia, we've got uh hmm wide aspect ratio of 2.35 was chosen to accommodate the capture of large family group in a single frame. Interesting. Uh I also want to note that in an article I was reading, they were kind of asking the director about um, music, like the score. Oh, yeah. He said, like, why did you choose to go with such an operatic score for Mm -hmm. the movie? Um, And he said, you know, the film features Italian opera and classical Baroque tracks, but if you think about the characters in the film, no one really seems like they would listen to classical music, neither the Kim or Park families. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be thought it would be really fun to surround these characters in that sort of grand uh, uh, grand music. Hmm, yeah. Um, it's just so interesting. I just want to like learn more about this movie. I'm looking through the trivia and I'm not really seeing too much. Um, uh, can I read the plot keywords? Yeah, man. Uh, they are one world title, poverty, jobless, cell phone, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, okay. two of those kind of just like, you know, four of those kind of go hand in hand with mm-hmm. a, another one. But, uh, you know, sure. I mean, 
Sure. I love this tagline, act like you own the place. That's... Yes! That's that's amazing. That's so great. Oh, that's amazing. That's a great, great tagline. I also love the... um, The... uh, What am I... Poster. I love the poster. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even seen the the poster until like I'd watched the trailer too. It was very interesting. Like the me like neither. The yeah. Eyes are like the eyes are all crossed out, and you've got it looks like specifically the Park the the Kim family are the black lines across the eyes, and mm-hmm. then the Park family are the white lines across the eyes. And in the reflection of the window, there's the the teepee with the sun as well. Um, yeah. And then we've got kind of like an an idea to what the kind of oh and and, and a body laying on the ground yeah like the creepiness the of the body laying on the ground you know and you can't see her in the reflection oh and the tagline on this poster is misplaced familyhood mm-hmm. <laughs> wow yeah wow that's it's, it's deep. great that's meta that's that's metaphorical <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's it's so like. I, I just want more people to see this movie. I think it's it's so interesting. And I actually read that it was uh, the highest grossing foreign film ever. I, I, I kind of have... I want to look up this. Yeah. I also want to add that, you know, the family was so, like, clever um, that, you know, when the son didn't... It, when it seemed like the son didn't really know what to say to things like, you know, like art or to other more sophisticated items he would just kind of say metaphorical mm-hmm. and it just seemed like just seemed like the perfect thing to say because you're just like yep there's something meaningful there i'm not gonna say what it is yep but uh but it's metaphorical oh that was hilarious because he said it like a couple times it is so it is the definitely the highest grossing foreign film of 2019 um and like it's just everywhere uh, in 2019, or in the U.S., like I oh. think in in North America, but yeah, actually, actually, I mean, what what qualifies as foreign film is just movies not made in America, basically, or they're in the U.K. Um, right. So, I I think so. It seems that it's it's still uh, making the most money of any other non-U.S. movie in the whole world. So yeah, um, which is awesome. It's amazing I love to see this. Yeah. It's already made a lot in North America, so it's, like, pretty exciting. And, and like you were going to say, like to see this get an Oscar. Yes, definitely. I would love to see this get an Oscar. And I would just love more people to see it, like you said. Um, it's so fantastic. If you love, it like, is. thrillers, if you love, like, dark comedies, definitely go watch this. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, let's get over to the Metascore. So What's we've the got... Metascore, Emily? Well, Alessandra, this Metascore is 95, which is amazing. You know what? I would be much happier if it had 100. <laughs> it, just, it just was so good. This movie was so different and just chaotic and... Very well uh, done. Very, very well done. Very good movie. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. So good. And I... I think I would say, like, not that... I Just from the top of my head, I think this is the highest rated movie we've seen this year so far. Really? You like, think so? I think it is. I can't think of any other movie that came out in 2019 
that has a 95 Metascore. Okay. Okay. We'll have to wait and see. There's still some really good stuff coming out That's um, in true, the months man. to come. I know. Leading up to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, I, I would love to look at the, like, the average, not the average, but, like, you know, just a cumulative uh, Metascore once we get to maybe doing our Oscar Theories podcast. That yes. could be interesting. That would be great. And I, I really hope that this movie gets nominated for Best Picture. Um, it, yes. It'll definitely for sure be nominated for Best Foreign Film, hands down. Uh, but I I really want to see this movie get nominated for Best Picture. I think it's that good. I really think that it deserves it. I, I think it could, you know, get at least on the on the list. Yes. It, yes, it definitely deserves to be at least on the list, and depending on what else comes out, I hope it wins <laughs> so far. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm just dazzled by this movie, and I cannot stop thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It seems to be a little bit of both. <laughs> uh, so I really like the Screen International uh, one. Uh, Screen International gave it a 90. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, the IndieWire right. one. Oh, I'm the sorry. In- the I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. I was reading the Screen International one, but then I wanted to say the IndieWire. So IndieWire gave it a 91 and says, A furious and fiendishly well-crafted new film. Giddy one moment, unbearably tense the next, and always so entertaining and fine-tuned that you don't even notice when it's changing gears. Parasite takes all the beats you expect to find in in a bong film and shrinks them down with clockwork precision. Yep. Very masterful. I'll definitely say that, like, I mean, once it changed gears, I felt like it just took it to 100%. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'll definitely say that I did not see, and I don't know if that's just because I didn't watch the trailer, because I watched the trailer afterwards, and I was like, oh, I wonder if this would have, I wonder if this would have been any different. And I'm actually really enjoying not seeing trailers before oh, yeah. going to see the movie. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, trailers can really break or make a movie. It's it's really interesting. And it almost seemed like the trailer didn't really didn't really show you what the movie was going to be about. Like, I, I remember there being, like, kind of tense music in the trailer and seeing that, it you know, some things did seem to appear a bit more creepy, mm-hmm. as if something might happen, but you're just not sure what. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Are there any on here that uh, you liked? I like this variety one, even though I don't like variety. Um... I okay. think that this kind of is a nice thing. Um, Getting a 90. Bong is back in, on brilliant form, but he is unmistakably roaringly furious, and it registers because the target is so deserving, so enormous, so 2019. Parasite is a tick fat with the bitter of blood crap, with the bitter blood of class rage. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah, that's a wow, Jessica. I know was... she really, she really went for it with that one. I mean, I don't like variety, but that's a pretty nice blurb. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, other people oh, like the man. playlist in the Hollywood Reporter don't like it. They think it's a bit too cumbersome or too, uh, you know, it's too heavy-handed. And I think it's. I don't think it is because compared to the other ones, I think that this movie actually is a like. It does have its handy, heavy-handed moments, but then it makes it more of like a, more of like a, a satire, more of like a like. Look at how crazy this is from this perspective, you know. Right. And it's just, 
and I don't know, with, with just everything that happened within the movie, it just doesn't, it really didn't seem very heavy-handed to me. I mean, looking back at it now and reading, like, the articles about it, obviously, but, you know, when I was watching it, I was just taking it all in, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was there, but it didn't, it didn't seem too heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. It just really seemed like, like a thriller, and just like a, a like a situation that you don't think would ever happen. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that was Parasite, everybody. Uh, yeah, wow. Wow. If, you, if you've seen Parasite and you have some thoughts about it that we didn't quite touch on, you want to further the discussion, you can leave a comment. We've got, uh, you can leave a comment on SoundCloud or, or Facebook. Just search All by the Popcorn and like our page. Um, or you can email us, you know, we would love to talk to you guys, and if you have any further discussion topics, or any suggestions on future episodes, email us, we've got allbythepopcorn at gmail.com, or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And if you need, uh, notifications for future episodes that we release, follow our social media, we've got Twitter, at bythepopcorn, and Instagram, at allbythepopcornpodcast. And, uh, what else? Leave a review? Yeah, please, <laughs> on uh, iTunes or on SoundCloud. That'd be excellent. Yeah, or on, uh, what is it? Google Google, Google Play. Play yes. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.